0: podcast is part of the sports social podcast network Jones Bowen He's got
1: it England have won the World Cup
2: by the barest of margins Stokes flashes it away through the covers for four and England have won the match
1: Hello and welcome to the Analyst Inside Cricket, our look back at the third LV Insurance Test match, which ended much sooner than we were expecting. Who'd be a predictor in this business? Who'd be a prophet? It's a nightmare. We said probably it would go all day to the fourth end of the fourth day and it was all over before lunch. It was all over by the shouting in the first 45 minutes uh, when a few wickets fell for, for India. England, absolutely supreme today. Brilliant. Bowling, fielding, even bowling changes work, mowing Ali's second ball through the gate. I mean, it's just uh, the, the performance of Joe Root's dreams. Absolutely.
2: I mean, when we looked at the scenarios yesterday, what we thought might happen in the rest of the Test match, I think an Indian collapse and losing well before lunch on the fourth day, we, we didn't include that at all because I, I, don't, I don't think anyone considered it. I, I mean, I did, we did think the new ball would be crucial and it, it proved to be so. I think, I think we both felt that the most likely outcome was probably India getting up around England's total runs in the match and England might have to knock off a few uh, to win the game. That seemed the most likely. But as soon as they got Pajara, that, that, to me, that was I know Coley's wicket was important as well. When they got that early wicket, they needed that early wicket with the, the new ball and it was Pajara and he didn't play a shot and England overturned an umpire's not out, which is always a good feeling, isn't it? When, when the umpire says not out and you overturn it and you've got that big hunch that, yeah, I think this I think this is out. It's, it, it just lifts you. Early wicket with the new ball and England uh, were on their way and then once Kohli once was out, it did feel a, a, a matter of time. I suppose the thought did cross my mind. You know, if Rishabh Pant played a bit like Ian Botham in 1981, then India uh, might have a chance. But actually Pant has, has just, he's not really produced so far in this series. He's flickered at times. But at number six, perhaps he's just looked a bit too vulnerable in England with the ball moving around. Have India got their, their batting line-up right, their team selection right, Yoz?
1: Hmm. Well, I, I think they need a bit more batting. I mean, it sounds a sort of very obvious thing to say, but, you know, 78 all-out first innings, two hundred and forty, two hundred and seventy 270 all-out second innings. They just feel they just feel light, a batsman light, and so much pressure on that middle order. There's likely to be an early wicket. You know, you always lose early wickets in England in English conditions, provided you know the the, the conditions are helpful to the bowlers. So that puts a lot of pressure on three, four, five, and if there's number six struggling, Pant, not really his kind of style of, of conditions, and he hasn't really got a good record in England generally. The last trip he he made, he didn't make many either. And you sort of feel after that, Jadeja you know, is a bit hit and miss, and then there's four bowlers, and we have said that all along. It just feels a bit lightweight, and it puts pressure on the middle order for the batsmen, and it, it, it's a very big morale boost to the England bowlers. They know. They get them five down. It's not far away to the end, and so it proved today. I know there was that one hiccup at Lord's on that final day where... That tail, the Indian tail wag, but that feels like the exception that proves the rule.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I was there that day, and we we we've talked a lot about England's tactics, and you know, if they bowled uh, to the Indian lower order at Lords like they bowled to them in this Test match, England might well have been chasing about 190 to win the game, and who, who knows what might have happened on that final day? I know they didn't get many in their second innings, but again, it's the psychology of the game, and I think it was the psychology of the game today. Once those two wickets went down, then. Yeah, it's very, very difficult for for India to, to to you know some of that sort of mental energy to keep on fighting from there. And the other thing as well, England had the new ball and they've got some very good bowlers in those conditions. You, you think about uh, obviously Jimmy Anderson, but Ollie Robinson has come in. He's had a magnificent start to his his Test match career with with the ball. Twenty three wickets at seventeen, and. I like Craig Overton as well. I, you know, we talked about this yesterday with Steve Finn saying earlier in the season that you know he's the, everyone's talking about him on the county circuit as being the best bowler. And we talked to yesterday about him you know, running in with a bit more uh, purpose. And he got his rewards in this game. And at last, you know, Craig Overton has played in England. Test match a winning team after four defeats so far. He's finally off the mark in his, in his fifth game with, with good match figures. Six for sixty-one. He can bat. He got some useful runs in the first innings, and also he can catch as well. And that has been a big issue for for England in that slip cordon, where they you know they've dropped lots of catches. We we, we saw in this game. I mean, Johnny Bairstow producing a brilliant catch at second slip. So it's amazing isn't it the the downs and ups of this game uh, i don't think it's worth predicting the rest of this series uh, we can perhaps <laughs> we can perhaps sort of you know give, give some pointers but to say what's going to happen from here um it's it's pretty difficult to to say but you know the ups and downs you know down one week that felt like a really sort of debilitating final day at lords And then suddenly, you know, an innings and 76-run victory for England
1: inside, well,
2: inside four days, inside three and a half days.
1: It's amazing, isn't it? And it's all, it is all about how you start a match, you know, whatever happened before. So I think first thing to say, really, about the, the unpredictability of this series is don't win the toss. Because Root won the toss at Laws and put India in and they were 160 for no wicket. I know, 120 for no wicket, 160 for one or something, but they got a great start in helpful conditions. And then here, uh, Coley wins a toss, bats first, 78 all out. And, you know, I, there was a sort of element of the way England started this test match, which reminded me actually a little bit of uh, the Adelaide test uh, of uh, 2011, when Anderson got those two early wickets and there was a run out and, uh, Australia were 2 for f- four no they were 2 runs for 3 wickets early on and you know it just it's just a fantastic start to a test match to get in India in this case 21 for 3 they never recovered from that because of their fragile middle order and lack of decent batting lower down obviously then England had to respond with the bat and you know, the confidence of knowing that the opposition had bowled out the 78 is a, is a massive one. Joe Root paid tribute to the opening stand uh, this time, 120, is it, they put on, uh, for Hamid and, and Burns. So, you know, that was a massive boost to England. And really, from then on, you felt, and our who's winning graphic certainly underlined this, England had a 90% chance of winning and it didn't take them that long to really cement... I mean, obviously yesterday was hard work, but today it, was, it didn't take them that long to show their superiority. And I think, in a way, I did say in yesterday's show that England bowled well yesterday and just didn't quite get the edges. They didn't quite get the luck. And there was playing and missing and so on. Today, there was edges and there were superb catches. And England's catching... I think, in this test match, has been flawless. Bairstow has added a big ingredient at second slip. Roots pouched everything. And, as you say, Craig Overton at third slip. But that's so important. so important for bowlers' confidence. And, you know, that one chance nailed by the, the slip fielders can be just such a massive lift to a team. So, you know, all those sort of components. Milan coming in at number three as well, giving them a bit of experience and coming in when the score's 120 rather than 20 as well has just added a, 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 England just look a better side. And, but again, it'll be how they started at the Oval.
2: Yeah. And yes, the point, isn't it? You know, never get too down possibly when you've lost and never get too high uh, when you won. Obviously celebrate a victory. But with that reality that India are, are a very good side, they came back in Australia. And, you know, React Kohli said it at the, at the, in the post-match interviews today as well. You know, England, England are a good side. So, you know, they are perfectly capable of, of, of bouncing back as they did in this... Game as well. They, you know, they've got some quality cricketers, and in this game, they looked as if they papered over a few of the cracks. I mean, the, the cracks being the top order, and that's that's what was the what, you know one of the, the basis of their victory. Okay, so they okay they bowled really well. The, one of the basis of their victory was that was that opening stand that was 120 on the uh, the first night. And they pushed it on in, into the the second day as well, and but. You know, but if you go to the Oval next week, you know they could easily be ten for two again. You know, it's so. It's, mm. There's no. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it, that, that's what I mean. That's what brings us back to the game. that's what uh, fascinates us, beguiles us about uh, Test cricket is that is is the ups and downs. And uh, for England, you know, one of their great victories uh, to go alongside the one they pulled off in Chennai earlier this year. I think when we thought about today's play we thought about the possibilities and that sort of sense of nervousness jimmy anderson was sort of saying as well you know yeah we were in for in for the long haul afterwards today you know you thought we'd have to go the whole day and you know we were a few few nerves around could india pull off a miracle the point is we remember games like 1981 and the Calcutta match where India came back against Australia and where Sri Lanka won at heading in 2014 we remembered them a because they were they were special games of cricket but because they are so rare it's so difficult to do and it was so difficult for India to do it you know you've got to think of that scoreboard pressure that they were up against uh, so um so 1-1 and two matches to go. I think the other good thing as well is that it, it keeps interest going right to the end of the series. You know, whatever mm. happens next week at the Oval, it, it will be settled at Old Trafford. The other series will still be alive uh, in, in the fifth Test match, which is great actually for a
1: for a five-match mm. series. Mm. Joe Root was deprived the man of the match in the end by uh, the Sky commentators who gave it to Ollie Robinson. Fair enough. Robinson took seven wickets in the match and, and got his five for today
0: yeah i think it was a very clinical performance um i thought took advantage of the conditions on day one i thought we bowled exceptionally well and it was almost a perfect storm. everything seemed to to fall our way um just perfect little nicks to the keeper um it got us off to a great so it was a brilliant bowling performance found the length very early on this wicket i exploited it very well and then that partnership to set things up, the opening partnership, I think was um, was almost a turning point in the game for me. Um, to, to have such a substantial first partnership was was exceptional and credit to two, those two lads. Um, now under the pump uh, off the back of last week to come out and, and perform like that and get us um, 135 for, for none was, was brilliant. So um, it really set the game up, gave the opportunity for, for the rest of us to go and make that big first inning score that me and Silvers harp on to you guys about all of the time, um, and um, you know the the hard work that we put in yesterday. I think we reaped our rewards today. Um, you know, we we held the game really well. We it was quite attritional, but uh, going at you know around two and a half and over, we knew that when that second new ball came round, we were going to create opportunities again. And credit to India, they played very well. They did. They made it very difficult for us. Was some really good batting yesterday in in bowler friendly conditions. Um, but for us to be able to start as we did today, three maidens, um, build pressure again, and then, you know, we were we, we actually were clinical without catching, which was a nice change as well. Um, took some some good good catches, good chances, and um, you know, sat here now one all with with uh, a big smiley dressing room and um, two two big games ahead of us. As I mentioned before the game, I'm living my boyhood dream. I'm captain in England. Um, something that dreamt of doing from being really small. Um got a great group a great group of players who are very talented d- d- dedicated to to becoming better all of the time. And um, you know, as as frustrating as the last you know, period's been for us, we, we have had to deal with some some difficulties. Um but we showed huge character to to be able to come back and put in a performance like that off the back of the way uh, last week turned out. So or the last game turned out. So no couldn't be more proud of them.
1: LV Insurance in the ECB's £1 million Fund for Runs campaign has awarded a grant to the Lancashire-based Bolton School Games project, which is targeting 20 schools in their community to promote participation and accessibility for students from low socioeconomic regions of the community. There will be a particular focus from the club on involving and focusing members of the community from ethnic minorities. They've also identified girls and special schools as a priority, and so the Fund for Runs campaign funding will help the club to reintroduce both All Stars and Dynamos amongst these schools, reaching hundreds of children. One of the key things that would have really pleased Root was the bowling in partnerships, which England really showed strongly today. And I'm thinking particularly of that Anderson Robinson effort in the morning. Uh, That Anderson didn't get the wickets early on but he nearly did he bowled that superb over to Coley where he passed his edge he wrapped him on the pads there was then that caught behind given and then referred and uh, overturned because he'd hit his pad and even Coley thought he was out he he walked off it's amazing isn't it you think batsmen know I mean lots of batsmen Michael Vaughan's one actually oh you always know when you hit it no you don't and that was a proof of it Coley did think he'd hit it. Rahani sort of suggested he he had a a review. And luckily for him, uh, he did. He didn't last long. But what was interesting about that passage of play was that Anderson bowled that superb over, deserved the wicket of Coley, didn't get it. Then Robinson bowled the next over and kept the pressure on Rouhani. And towards the end of the over, we were all saying, try and keep Rahani on strike at your end, so that Anderson can bowl at Coley. And he did. He didn't sort of try anything too ambitious. He just plugged away on that sort of off-stump line. Rahani couldn't get off-strike. Not that he probably wanted to anyway. And then Anderson had Coley in his sights again. Coley actually, smart player that he is, got a single off the next ball from Anderson and got off-strike. But I think the pressure told on Coley. And in the end... He played at one from Robinson, he probably could have left. And actually uh, the Sky graphic, the Corky graphic showed that he played at a few today that he left in the the first innings. And, uh, or sorry, left actually yesterday, he left a few which today, the same line he played at. And it's that pressure, it's that intensity of bowling from both ends, no escape, that in the end causes the mistake. So Coley gets out, and then soon after, Anderson gets his reward with with Rahani. So, you know, that was just brilliant bowling in partnerships by Anderson and and Robinson, showing no uh, issue about Stuart Broad uh, being away. And I think Robinson's, you know, grown hugely in stature every game he's played. He talked actually afterwards about the honour of playing with Jimmy Anderson, which is is a nice way of putting it. But, you know, you learn so much as well about using the crease and building up pressure and, uh, you wobble seam, you know, the different deliveries that are suitable for certain situations, the way to get certain batsmen out. And, in, you know, it's interesting because I looked up his record, Robinson. He's never played a first-class match at Headingley. It's a difficult ground to bowl at. Uh, he's played a few, you know, list A games, T20s, that sort of thing. I think his record is one for 164 at Headingley in limited overs cricket. Never played a first-class game before this one. Uh, but he just looked so comfortable, and he made the ball talk, and he never left that really nagging line and length. Brilliant performance, and now twenty three uh, Test wickets in what five games at an average of seventeen. Incredible.
2: How do you think he'll go in Australia? Has he has he got the the pace or or the fact that he's got that height? Do you think that will that will that will, yeah, that will work for him? Yeah.
1: I think. I think. His height is definitely a big advantage. I mean, I had a bit of a text exchange with Shane Warne today uh, actually, I was complimenting on him on his commentary. I said, you know, your commentary was really riveting this morning and interesting and showed how uh, he, he talked about game awareness and bowlers, bowling in partnerships and so on. And I, I sent him a message saying, you know, it's such a relief to hear some really incisive commentary rather than the, the rubbish we've been listening to on The 100, uh, you know, a few, few days ago. And uh, Warren was very sort of you know, thankful. And then I said you know is Robinson our Josh Hazelwood and he said well yes but he needs to keep his pace up he needs to get fitter it's because his pace drops during the day and obviously on hot days in Australia that's going to happen even more so fitness is going to be at a premium but no, no doubt about his skill and his focus and that bit of mongrel which Australians always like that you know, that sort of hatred of batsmen and desire to do well, he's got absolutely that in spades.
2: And so he wins our In With Heart Award today, not just for his wickets, but the fact that he kept going as well. He bowled a really long spell, I suppose, sensing that the end of the Test match was coming. And also because, you, you know, you're desperate for your fifer, aren't you? You want you the want Test FIFA, so you, you will keep going. Anyway, he's our, our winner of the in, in With Heart Award today, a final one for this Test match. What, what about Overton in Australia as well, Yoz? We, we've, we mentioned him earlier mm. in the podcast. He's six for sixty-one, and you know he's catching and, and, and runs as well. He did play, of course, in the last Test series in Australia. I remember him playing in in Adelaide. Um, he, he just looked on that tour; he just looked a bit innocuous. But mm. you, you sensed yesterday you talked about him just running in a bit with a bit more purpose. That, that he, that purpose, hit him yeah. and Robinson in Australia, could you could you see them? I mean, they mm. obviously played together in this Test match. Could could they play together in, in Australia? T- do you think?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think they're a bit similar, and I think Robinson's. best what about that relentlessness? And, what about you know just just go, going yeah, with I that think relentless, bit, I think, relentless I think, approach? I think Overton relies Overton relies a little bit more on s- swing movement, whereas Robinson can just keep that channel going, and with that extra bounce he gets, I think he gets a bit more bounce than Overton does. And Maybe that's just something to do with his biomechanics. And he just seems to be bowl that awkward length a bit more. Um, look, I, th- I think Overton's a perfectly satisfying, satisfactory alternative to Robinson. Don't think he's quite as good. He's probably valuable in that he can catch and he can bat. I I would definitely... I, I think they're a little bit too similar, ideally. But he's a he, very good cricketer and definitely improved from the ashes of whenever it was 2017 yeah,
2: yeah. what about india uh, we focused a, a lot on england we we did talk about their their middle order for you ravi Chandran ashwin is he is he got to play at the oval it's interesting listening yeah. to virat kohli Absolutely. talking about you know we like we like the balance that those four pace bowlers gives us you know that sense of relentlessness that actually i was talking about with england and actually england didn't quite have it in this game because sam Curran was a, was a bit off and joe root actually was asked about him in in the post match uh, tv interview and he sort of gave you know, a fulsome backing to Sam Curran. You know, he's, he's only young. He's mm. very talented. You know, he's, he'll come again. Mm. Um, and, you know, he is clearly very talented. But he, he did allow the pressure to, to go off. And I think that's what Kohli is, is concerned about, isn't it? The pressure coming off. But there's a different sort of pressure if you can bring on uh, Ravi Chandran Ashwin uh, to bowl. Uh, so, you know, yeah. it, it, it is a, it's, a, it's a really ticklish one, isn't it, for India? The fact they're leaving out a guy with over 400 test wickets. who's he, desperate to play.
1: Um, you know, and perhaps you know the Oval and Old Trafford might be his pitches. Well, I think it's blindingly obvious what to do. Uh, Ishant Sharma, short of a gallop, looks tired. Give him a rest. Bring Ashwin in. Strengthens the batting and arguably strengthens the bowling. And if England would continue with this side, even if Sam Curran doesn't play, they've still got four left-handers. So I think Ashwin, absolute dead cert for me. Uh, it just gives him a bit more balance, a bit more depth, and a bit more variety. And uh, you know, why wouldn't you play him? He's a fantastic bowler, and he he taxes everybody. And he's he's always thinking how to get a wicket. And uh, there were times in that. Route uh milan partnership particularly where india looked a bit bereft of ideas ashwin would have been on it there he would have been whiling away wheeling away trying to you know tease a wicket from somewhere and i don't think today is quite as clever a bowler so you know those two in tandem on a fourth day oval pitch you can imagine being really quite a big hand
2: yeah and the weather in London just to report that for people who are not in the, the the southeast of the UK is that it has been dry in London for you know a good week or so now and the forecast is for it to be dry for the next week as well so early September yes but there's also the prospect you know of, of, for the, the groundsmen to have you know really uh, prepare exactly the pitch that he wants but also i wonder whether you know with all the with dry weather around it's not been baking hot that's the one thing but with dry weather around whether the ball might uh, spin
0: uh,
1: out but, the over but, but, but even if it doesn't it, you know ashwin has the benefit of drs which is a huge advantage to all spin bowlers and you know, even with a hint of turn, against especially against left-handers, he's always been a handful. So I mean, look, look at look at the the influence he had on that World Test Championship final. You know, he he still managed to tweak wickets on a green top, mainly a green top, uh, at the Aegeus Bowl, and got those two wickets, put the flutters under, the the wobbles under New Zealand in that last day run chase. You know, he's just an unbelievably clever bowler. Um, he, I'm sure he'll play, and if he doesn't, the India are mad. Yeah.
2: And, and perhaps one or two question marks, uh, one or two doubts among the, the Indian batters. It's something we've talked about. You know, the idea of you know, coming to England and dealing with English conditions, and they didn't deal with them particularly well last time. All the time before, and it, it was going so well for them, or quite well for them, and then suddenly, you know, they've had the rug. Uh, pulled from underneath them in this test match, mm. haven't they? You know, seventy-eight all out. Okay, a bit of fight yesterday, but
1: then what? What do they lose today? Sixty-three for eight today. I, 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 I don't, I don't think there is any shame for, for for India. They are up against, you know, with Anderson. They are up against, and Joe Root called him this, didn't he? After after play today, the goat, the greatest of all time. He is the greatest fast bowler of all time. And, you know, it's like coming to Australia and having to face Shane Warne all the time. There are going to be days when he doesn't perform, but he's always a threat. And I don't think, you know, I don't really blame any of the Indian batsmen today. The bowling was so good and they threatened all the time and provided you're backed up by good fielding, as in the slips. You know, there's really no escape. Yeah, and the other thing as well. I mean, going
2: to the Oval. I mean, that is normally a pretty good batting wicket, isn't it? If you if, if you're going to score Anderson's runs, and has got a any- poor
1: record there, actually. Yeah, he's going to score round. runs, any- yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, if you're going to score runs anywhere. In in England, the the Oval is probably the the place to do it. So that you know, there is that um, sort of lift Indian uh, batting spirits. uh, I would say Uh, the fact that England were able to finish it off quickly today is a bit of a boost because you know it's tight now, isn't it? The schedule: the next Test match is next Thursday, so it's very useful, I suppose, them just to retain a bit of energy, uh, finish it off before lunch on on the fourth day, give themselves an extra day and a half's uh, preparation time for the Oval recovery time, but. We can't wait. We can't mm. wait for the Oval already. I mean, the game's just finished, but we can't wait. And this uh, absolutely fascinating series between these two sluggers um, is, is going to go right to the end. Um I'm not. I'm not going to predict it from here. I mean, I did say two one, two one to India at the start. I'm beginning to waver, but they could, you know, they could easily, you know, what what, what could happen from here? India could win the next game and it rains at Old Trafford. But you know, equally, England could win three one. I mean, it's it's uh, you know, it, 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 it's 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 been a really interesting series so far. Uh, yeah. lot, lot, lots to get our teeth into, and uh, we'll be with you again. Yeah, next Thursday, Oz Yeah, we will. We will. Looking forward to it. Right, that's it for this uh, podcast and for this match Uh, hope you've enjoyed it hope you've enjoyed listening to us goodbye for now